0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. This episode of the Mosaic Life Podcast is brought to you by 2237 Designs. You've heard me talk about it before. Whether you're a business owner, entrepreneur, side hustler, or just somebody working internally on your company's web presence, managing your online presence should be stupid, simple. Not just stupid. 2237 Designs offers affordable solutions to getting things done online when you need them, not on some agency's terms. 2237 Designs offers web design and website maintenance, hosting, domain name management, online reputation management, and email support. And getting started is easy and it's just a text message away. Text 3802013300. Again, that's 380-201-3300. That's the new new Columbus area code for those not in the know. And let me know you heard about 2237 Designs on the pod. Yes, as a reminder, this is my company. And I, text me, and I will hook you up with a free year of website hosting when you hire 2237 Designs for your web needs. Again, that's 380-201-3300. And just let me know you heard about us. And uh, I'll take care of you. Uh, treat your business to its very own web concierge. Hello, friends. Ernie and I are back again with another conversation this week. And before we get into it, I want to pose a question to you. If you were to meet me in the street and I asked you how you were doing, what would you say? Would you say I'm doing fine? How are you? Just a quick two or three second answer. Or would you delve into your life a little bit? Talk about the fact that business isn't going great or your family is doing fantastic and your kids got a straight A's or again, do default to that? I'm doing fine answer. It seems to be a social convention or social nicety to give somebody a quick answer out of maybe respect for their time or Maybe it's just the same thing as shaking hands. You do it as a formality. And so Ernie and I dig into that a little bit this week and we talk about why we don't bear our souls when somebody asks how we're doing and we're not doing well or why we're not brave enough to brag when we're having a great week. And so we talk a lot about that and we try to figure out you know where's the happy medium how do we find out if somebody's in that space holds that space for you to listen and to engage in your conversation i'll talk a little bit about frustrations that i have with um people who wear headphones and try to have conversations with me while wearing those headphones i don't it's a it's a little pet peeve of mine but we'll get right into it so without further ado please enjoy this week's conversation be real Welcome to the Mosaic Life Podcast. Life is an art, every moment a picture painted
0: in time. The color, texture, lighting, all context. The Mosaic Life vision is to cast a warm glow on your masterpiece, highlighting the struggle while showcasing the culmination of years of hard work.
1: Join us for guided meditations, interviews with authors and leaders, and engaging conversation as we explore the depths of our consciousness. <laughs> oh, uh, man, how's it going, Ernie? Uh, all right. Uh,
0: well, it's good. Welcome to the Mosaic Life <laughs> podcast. This
1: <laughs> is so the second conversation uh, in a row that we're starting with laughs and giggles. Um, uh, it's it's okay though. It's um, we're we're figuring out this remote uh, recording thing, and I, I think it's I think it's going well. So.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's going well I mean it's working well And the last conversation Turned out great and And we can make it It's much more efficient yeah. It's all good
1: I finally finished That Determinism book It was like 130 pages long But it took me like Two weeks to read It was so I, It's so dense I don't know But it was very Very enlightening um, thinking about, you know, just kind of analyzing, you know, whether or not the decisions that I'm making currently are a result of all the decisions I've made in the past, or if it's something that I'm doing, you know, just off the top of my head right now. And everything feeds into it, which it's just, it's a very interesting philosophy.
0: Yeah, I really like dense books, like not all the time. I really like books where I can just kind of flow through it. And it just feels really good. And yeah. I learn some insightful things when, when we're talking, I guess, uh, nonfiction, maybe personal development business books whatever <clears throat> however i really like dense books too because uh, i feel like i can chew on a sentence for the whole day you know good like I'm, I'm it might take me a, a year or two years to read this whole book but you know you read a you read a sentence and then you really can uh muse on it for the rest of the day so then you guess, should read,
1: you should read that book
0: yeah I don't know. Do you feel that way or are you just trying to crush through it because you have a goal of 50 books?
1: Right. No, I wasn't just trying to crush through. it. just it's I mean, it was literally written like 101 years ago. And just the 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 way that it was written, it was just it was it's not like I'm reading out loud, but like I'm getting tongue tied in my mind because Mm there's the way the sentences are structured. It was just uh, it was it was kind of difficult to get through. But the, the the content, it was it was very good. And I, I, yeah. I would actually like to read like a, a modern take on, on determinism um, and then free will.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the types of book you have books you kind of have to read out loud. It's yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But anyways, man, um, we we came together today in the spirit of conversation, and uh, and we actually have a direction that we're we're looking to go. And I can I can jump off with a story if we're Please. ready to go there. Please. Please. Yeah. Um, so. Two weeks ago, um, I had a, a really long week, and I think I made it to the gym. I, I do CrossFit, and so um, it, it's kind of like a, a becoming a family for me. Actually, that's exactly what it is. There's a really nice culture to to these types of gyms, and uh, but, anyways, I, I try to make it three or four days a week. And this one week in particular, I maybe made it once or twice, um, and actually even drove there on Friday and. Uh, and sat in the parking lot as I got there, I was like, man, I don't know. Like just, just being there was nice. Like being alone, also being like around the energy of that place, what I feel when I'm there was all good, but I didn't want to go in and be around people. And so I sat there for about five or 10 minutes and, and ended up just driving home and then spending some time alone, which was really healthy for me. Um, But the, the point being was uh, some people noticed that I was there and then left. And so the next week when I showed up, um, you know, a couple people asked, you know, we noticed you were here and, and, um, and left. And I, and I just kind of brushed it off like, Oh yeah, I was tired and I needed to be alone. And then I was, uh, you know, we. I guess I was, I wasn't intentionally brushing them off <clears throat> because I didn't want to talk about it. Um, but I didn't want to get into it. Right. Like in the, the amount of time it might take to, uh, to have that conversation of what was actually happening for me. Um, but then I was sitting on a bike, you know, we had a three-minute workout on a bike, and so we're just kind of cruising along, and, and I'm sitting next to this woman, and she says, you know, how was your week last week? And then I thought, it was, you know, I, this is literally what I said, oh, it was, it was all right, you know, it was good. And then I pedaled for like 30, maybe 10 seconds, and you know, I looked at her and I said, you know what, uh, I said it was good when you asked me how my week was, but actually, it was pretty challenging. It's pretty challenging emotionally. And, and then we just got in a conversation about what I was dealing with and the experience that I had with the, with the few minutes that we had. Um, but I was able to be honest and, and I, you know, I'm realizing, and, and we were kind of talking about this before we started, um, how many times I'm more inclined just to not get into things, uh, whether it be time, whether it be, um, I don't want people to know, um, uh, what's going on, literally, if I answered tr- answer truthfully or whatever other reason that might seem rational to, to I guess, in a way, lie when people say, how are you doing? And, and just maybe even put on a facade sometimes. Oh, things are fine. I'm, I'm happy. You know, the family's good. Um, and then on the other hand, in this moment with this woman, I, I actually felt much more relieved and a deeper sense of connection with her um, in that moment having been more vulnerable with what was Actually going on for me.
1: That's good. That's interesting. I mean, I, I think it's it's not really much of a secret that, you know, when somebody asks you in passing how you're doing, they expect you. They the expect expectation there is there that you give a quick five second answer. <clears throat> um, you know, it, it's it's a it's a it's a social nicety. I think. Um, to ask how you're doing and then to also respond, you know, briefly. Um, I think if you get into the idea and you used a term like this when we interviewed uh, Jason, um, I, I don't know if you call it radical honesty or what did you call that? Yeah,
0: radical honesty. Yeah, if
1: you just like if you get it deep into the weeds with everybody, I mean, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but I think a lot of people would get turned off by that, and so you have to. I I don't know if it's choosing your battles or it's 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 a social convention that I think is 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 stupid. I think it's weird. You know, if you truly want to know how somebody's doing, then you know, be there for them for whatever answer they give.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I guess that's it. It kind of gets muddy there also for me it is i would say maybe a social convention convention maybe that's a good way to put it uh, and it al- it almost seems like conditioning it's not like um i don't care about you so i'm not right. going to like entice a real answer or give you a real answer but it's just kind of pacing you know the pace of somebody's day you're passing by somebody and and then also some people don't know how to, to hold space like that and right. so they don't they don't go there i don't necessarily think it's uh an intentional thing by people to not do that. I mean, in some cases it might be like, Oh, you know, every time I ask Linda how it's going, she like unloads on me. And by the time we're done, she's in tears. I am not asking her how she's doing or I'm going to do it while I'm walking away. You know, I'm sure there might be some of that out there, but for the most part, it feels like people are in such a rush. Um, you know, that's, that seems like a big thing. Like myself included, I'm speaking of my own experience. Of course, um, the people are in such a rush and then also people don't know how to go there sometimes.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I generally tend to agree with you there. Um, so, uh, what, what was your learning experience from that? I mean, you know, next time, uh, some who you're, you're fairly acquainted with asked you how you're doing. I mean, is it, was that an experience that you want to replicate and, you know, whether or not you're having a good or a bad day or is it, or do you conform to that, you know, that societal standard of, you know, just giving a, a brush off answer because that's what the person is in, intending to receive?
0: Well, I definitely, um, have learned in the past myself learned in the past year or so that, uh, Real connection doesn't happen unless you're going there. Like, what's really happening? Right. And sometimes it's that's, oh, I'm doing amazing. Like this just happened. This just happened. This just happened. And tomorrow I'm doing this, so I'm I'm really great. And there's real connection there, and uh, you know, but and, uh, but real connection doesn't really happen in faking it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's a, that's a very good point because, I mean, there's an opposite end of the spectrum. You know, when somebody asks you how you're doing, you don't necessarily want to, on you know, uh, bear any of your dirty laundry. But at the same time, if you're having a really fucking good week, you know, it almost feels egotistical or self-centered to, you know, talk about how well you're doing. Oh, yeah, I just made this, you know, $20,000 sale and I, you know, I'll get $5,000 in commission from that. Like that that's, it is such a, uh, it's such a weird, weird boundary that is it's so hard to brush up against it i don't know it's
0: uh yeah well we're we're talking about two things now right Um, i wonder you know um being vulnerable about uh or being open about like the challenges we're facing when somebody asks us how we're doing so that's one thing and and we can expand and we might expand more on that um in its own capacity and then uh, and then talk about you know also sharing like the truth in our happiness and our joy and, and how we sometimes hold that back because I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong but they seem like two different things what do you think they like, are the, two w- d- the way they come from like where the the reason we hold back in either seems to oh, be
1: totally different yeah, yeah I agree with you I agree with you completely
0: in in what way so you might you what might well, reasons to hold back. In yeah, the-
1: no, I think, you know, it's it's it can be very difficult, you know, if you were going to be sharing something personal and, you know, something that's troubling you. Uh, one, you don't know if the person to whom you're speaking is, you know, really going to care or, or hold that, you know, space open for you to, you know delve into your, your feelings. And so, you know, you're making yourself vulnerable and you don't know if that's going to, you know, bite you or not. But, and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think if you're holding back, you know, something good that's happened to you, uh, you are doing it because, or at least I would be holding it back because I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, bragging. Um, that seems kind of, you know, uh, taboo, uh, to, to, to do. Um, so yeah, they are, there are different rationales for holding back. Both those things, but I, I think from the vulnerability standpoint, um, you don't know if you know. I mean, if, if this, this if this is something you're just, you're you're merely acquainted with, you don't know if they're going to be supportive, and you know whatever issues uh, it, it <clears throat> is that you're facing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when we're talking about this side of things, where for let's, I guess I'll segment it again just to be clear in my own head. Um, if we're talking about like. Uh, sharing challenges and frustrations or whatever it might be authentically when somebody might ask us, you know, how are you doing? Um, there's, there's probably like a gauging process or a feeling into it of, of like, how well do I know this person? Um, do they, are they even present to hear this? Um, is this something I should even share at all? Um, do we have the time to even get into it? Like, I guess these are some of the questions that come up when you're, with somebody and and this gauging process that we might go through when we decide or decide not to share what's actually happening. I don't know. Anything else come up for you?
1: No. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious, you know, uh, when, when you decide to become vulnerable with somebody, I mean, there are certainly different levels of vulnerability. Um, You know, how, what, what do you, what do you use to gauge how, how deep you get with somebody? I mean, if you, uh, most of us, I would have to say, uh, nine times out of ten would, if when asked how you're doing, no matter what feeling you're experiencing, you're going to say, oh, I'm fine. Um, but, it, you know, on that one out of every ten times where you say, oh, I'm, you know, not having a, a great week, you know, if the person, you know, even prized a little bit, oh, what's wrong? You know, how how deep are you willing to go within that conversation? What are the constraints? Is it, is it a time constraint? Is it, uh, you know, a feeling of um how close you are with this person constraint or, or some people would just open straight up. So, I mean, how, how deep did you go with this woman who was on the, the bicycle next to you?
0: Well, in that moment, it wasn't too far. Like I, I, I still, I didn't say exactly what had happened. I didn't say exactly what I was experiencing and how I experienced it, but I just also wanted to be more honest than I right. was being. So, I, so I said, actually it's, it was pretty challenging for these couple of reasons, knowing the time frame that we had, um, now in this gauging process, I guess for me, um, in general, like in any situation, walking into any situation, whether it's, you know, seeing a friend and passing at the store or being at, at work with a coworker or talking to a family member, um, you know, a few things that I really look for. And also, uh, you know, this goes along the lines of if I'm, prepared to show up for somebody in that way like if i'm asking somebody how are you doing and i want them to know that i want to know um, these are the things i try to emulate so these are the things i look for if i'm going to share and these are the things that i try to emulate Um, first and foremost like the body language and uh if if we're like shoulder to shoulder staring out uh, you know into space um maybe that's not the yeah, I, I, this is a hard one because sometimes it's better to have conversations not looking at in the eyes. But like, right. if you see somebody's distracted, right? Um, maybe their body language is turned towards a computer, and they ask you how are you doing. Well, this is not the time for me to unload about the challenge that I'm, you know, facing right. with my business or with my children or whatever, because you're not, you're probably not going to hear me. Um, and and so I guess it's just a a metric I use to speak to anybody anyways. I try not to talk to people when they're on the computer or on the phone. I want, I want your eyes, you know, I want you to look at me and, and I want to know that you're listening and that you're actually feeling me when, when we're speaking.
1: Yeah. Um, now, this So presence, right. That's one big one for me. Absolutely. This is kind of a, a tangential um, aside or, or, or I don't know, complaint might not be the best word, but you know, in regard to getting somebody's attention, we, I have got my own, own, own opinion on this but will you talk to somebody who has air AirPods in their ear. You don't know if they're listening to music but I I don't know. What, what are your what are your feelings on that?
0: Uh yeah, I mean if I still feel I guess the, the practices you can tell if somebody's paying attention or not, you know, just in the yeah. same way that we can tell if somebody's lying or not, we can feel that although we might not admit that we're pretty sure that person's lying. And on the same respect, in the same respect you can definitely feel when somebody's
1: not paying attention to you yeah and uh and so i guess uh i don't know to me it's 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 become a big pet peeve of mine you know when people will just keep i don't know i don't like seeing those things in people's ears when they're trying to have a conversation when they're attempting to have a conversation just it seems rude to me but again that's a, that's a personal you know thing that i need to get over
0: yeah. I mean, it's,
1: it's, that's something
0: I struggle with t- at times too. Like if I would do something a certain way, then I sometimes will unconsciously or consciously judge somebody who doesn't do it that way because right. it, it means that whatever I'd make it mean about them. Um, and, and I traditionally, if I walk into a store and I'm checking out at the counter, I'll take my earbuds out and set them on the counter, you know, for sure. or if I have my case, I'll put them in the case, um, just for that moment to be with that person. But, uh, you know, I still, I guess I'd don't think too much about it, although it's very similar to staring at your phone while somebody's trying to talk to you or staring at a computer or something like that.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure this is a maturity thing. You know, as people get older, older you know, people realize, you know, what is a little bit kinder, uh, a little bit more accepted, you know, so I it's, I'm not shy about mentioning that I work part time in my climbing gym and, you know, I just I noticed, you know, a lot of kids and I, I mean kids you know 16 to 20 come in you know and they they keep their head down i you know i try to be as friendly as possible and say hey how you doing I, a lot of times i just get a grumble and that and i'm sure i'm sure i was like that when i was that age i don't think it's just gen z years but i mean it's, it's 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 just to me it's just like a level of contempt that uh, you have for uh somebody who is trying to reach out and trying to be friendly, uh, but you're kind of brushing them off. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. How do you, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you break through that? do you even try? Well, yeah, yeah, man. Um,
0: you know, the, the contempt towards the person trying to reach out to you, I don't, I don't, the way I get through that is, is I don't see it that way. I see it. Um, I really, really at this point in my life don't believe that people are inherently uh, malicious that um most people are doing things that they're doing because they 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 believe it's right or they, they believe it makes sense or it protects them in some way or protects their their beliefs in some way and it's not uh it, it literally has nothing to do with any of us, why another person is doing something a certain way. It really has to do with them, what they're dealing with internally and, and what they see the world as and their beliefs about themselves. Um, so, yeah, I guess the, the way of dealing with that in the first place is not taking it personally. Uh, right. As soon as I as soon as I take something per- like I do, I, I work sales, man, I sell furniture part time and uh, and. Talk about the contempt you feel coming when when you have to gre- when you're obligated by yeah. <laughs> by your job to greet a person at the door, yeah. and and every person coming in that well, uh, a good majority of people coming in that door have a belief about salesmen, right. and and the last thing they want is somebody talking to them the moment they walk in the door, and that's literally what I have to do. <laughs> yeah, <I get laughs> and to. so and, and and when I take it personally, uh, and when the way they're they're acting means something about me. Um, there's no connection, there's no presence because at that very moment, I'm now stuck in my own head. I'm stuck in my own story and I'm stuck in my beliefs about myself and I can't actually be fully present for a person because in my opinion, to be fully present for a person, there's not, there's not thought, you know, about how it's supposed to go or what you're supposed to say. It's simply a feeling evolving and, and coinciding with another person, like another or an animal or a, a plant for that matter. Um. So yeah, letting, letting go. Of course, this is a practice. I don't do it all the time. There's plenty of things that happen in my life that I make mean about me. Um, and the list is that goes on and on, but, uh, letting go that these things mean something about me is the first step to really being present with somebody. And, and honestly taking that approach in my life has broken that wall down. So when I say, how are you doing? It's not, uh, it's, it doesn't bring the same energy it brings something different because there's this unconditional love there because no matter what that person does, um, it wouldn't affect me in the way that I view myself or the way that I view them, you know, when I'm really in this practice, when I'm really there uh, and that brings a different type of energy. And so in some cases I, I think people would stop or even look you in the eyes for just a second to like, what, this guy, what is this, what's happening? This guy cares. He right. wants, wants me to say how I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> So that, I don't know. That's the, my long-winded uh, answer to how I how I start to to quote unquote um, curb that or or combat that. I guess.
1: Yeah. No. That makes that makes total sense. Um, now to flip the script back to you know the I guess the the holding back in regard to you know you're having a great day or a great week and trying not to sound I think my word was egotistical or you know. Uh, too self-involved you know how how do you approach that i mean it's it's a, it's a difference it's a different feeling you know you don't at least again i speak for, for myself you know when, when somebody asks how i'm doing i'm having a great day you know you do what do you do there i mean what do you do i mean do you want to have that honesty but you don't want to I, I don't know if the feeling is you run the risk of, you know, making the other person feel bad because maybe they're not having the best day of their lives and you are. So, you know, how do you kind of do that sensitively?
0: You know, the first thing that comes to mind is a, is a quote that I'm going to butcher probably. Um, but, uh, it's along the lines of, uh, you, you're not serving the world by, um, by like, dampening your, your light um, in order to not hurt other people or bother other people. You know, I want to look up the actual quote for that. It's, and, uh, and you will, and we'll put it in the show notes. Well, I, I'll look it up actively, too, because I okay. know where where it is. Um, but this, I mean, this is something that I struggle with, too. Uh, and actually, I was in that, the program, the Embodied Men's Leadership Training and one of the practices that we, we had was actually a, called a sacred brag. And so we actually, we each, each man had to take time to, uh, to uh, brag, to, to, to celebrate themselves. And, and the amount of discomfort of all the things we had done right. in nine months that were, was excruciatingly uncomfortable, um, you could just feel it when people were being asked to brag and being asked uh, to celebrate uh, so it's, it's it's something that I, I imagine a lot of people deal with and um, the quote that i was butchering was your playing small does not serve the world there's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you and i was uh, i, I go like ahead. that who, who said yeah. that well, I thought it was Nelson Mandela. This is the paper I'm getting it from is from a poem by Marianne Williamson, so I don't know where it came from okay. initially, um, but I but I thought it was Nelson Mandela.
1: Okay. Regardless, that will be in the show notes. Um, <clears throat> I like that practice. I, I like that practice a lot. I'm, in fact, I, I'm kind of in love with that practice, and I, I think it would be beneficial, you know, in the various groups that uh, you and I are in together um, to 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 celebrate that because you know, oftentimes. It, it, the feeling of accomplishment is it can be, um, dampened very quickly because one, a lot of times you feel like the other shoe is going to drop. And if you, if you celebrate too hard, then, you know, you're going to fall much harder. And two, just you, you, the, 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 the feelings that others project and, and, uh, portray, uh, kind of, kind of brings you down. So you're, you're afraid to share your, 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 Elation with others because you don't want to lose it. Um, you don't want it to be leached out of you by by some external force. Uh, so I I do really really like that practice and um, I I, I want to utilize it somewhere because I think it's very good.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think that I think it's so important too. Um, and we could talk about why we don't share, the, you know, our successes, our happiness in any given moment, and in 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 its accuracy, like this is, I'm fired up, man. Like, Right. I got two clients last week. My wife and I are having the best relationship that we've ever had. Uh, my kids have been like, whatever, you know, and, and just like giving it all. And we could talk about why we don't do it. Um, but it seems so beneficial when, uh, when considering the idea that our thoughts and our words create our reality. And I've, uh, I've been dabbling in this idea, and I've been practicing in this, and I've been finding a lot of success in this in terms of um, having fulfilling, having a fulfilling life, and so uh, so I, so I full heartedly ab- abide to this principle. The, the way that I articulate myself, my life, the things I believe, yeah, and the way I think think about it, they all are will be the creation of my life. And so it, in, in respect to that, it almost makes zero sense not to fully extend to everything that I say about how great my life is to the last ounce of joy that I'm feeling about it, um, in the most articulate way, because I'm literally creating my life. I'm in, in that moment. And so, um, that's what comes up for me as I consider my want my willing uh my lack of willingness sometimes but the want that i have to express my jewel joy fully um, when talking to people
1: i love it man and you know something you said I, I, it's something a lot you, you know our thoughts and words create our what did you say perception or, or ha- i don't remember what you said but it was it was very our reality our reality yeah Our that world. Was, yeah that's that's a very that's very powerful i like it and i, I you know I'm, I'm thinking back as you're saying some of this you know I guess I have become careful who I share my elation with, you know, in certain circumstances. And I, I, I know I've, 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 shared it with you before, you know, as we were developing this podcast and just get super psyched about certain things that happened. I remember just sending you text messages like, man, we're going to take over the fucking world in 2020. It's going to be huge. I just, it's, it's, it really helps. I think, holster or i don't know if that's the right word but like yeah uh uh, build you up like if you can if you if you know you have somebody who you can share that excitement with and they can you know help you know you increase it with you it's it's a it's a very good feeling
0: yeah yeah dude in the same way that it feels really uh nourishing to have to be able to share what's not great with somebody and right. they feel you like to for somebody to to hear you and see you and feel you in these places um it's that's like i don't know as a, in this moment it's like that's literally what the the world is is like is this connection like creating this connection between uh, likenesses like you know we're consciousness and and when we're in a moment and we're sharing our joy and somebody's expressing their joy of our joy and feeling it and hearing it or same with our sadness. There's this feeling of connection that, um, that I, I imagine we sometimes, uh, I'll say for myself rather than making it a generalization, but it's a feeling that we chase, uh, that I've chased. It's a feeling that I've chased and, um, and realize, and it's becoming more, uh, clear that you know, the, the feeling that we feel when we fall in love with somebody, um, the, the feeling that we feel when the guy pays for our food in the lot and the, you know, drive through right. at Starbucks ahead of us, like it's this connection. Um, these, 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 it's spiritual, man. It's like, it's, it's a totally different level. And we're constantly seeking that in all different ways. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but the, the point is like, the point i'm trying to make actually i do know where i'm going with it the point i'm trying to make is that that's what we're chasing all the time and we can actually create that with people if we can get out of our own heads enough to be fully present and feeling in body and spirit with another person and uh, and share with them whatever is on the table whether it's my stuff or their stuff or something totally different
1: yeah um you're right. The first thought that comes to my mind as you say that is, you know, it, you, your it is it is about who you around and who, who you surround yourself with, and you know, finding that that you know that that group of individuals who you know that you there's there's a a certain safety with with sharing the the wins and losses with them, and um, you and I had a conversation offline prior to recording this, uh, about something that we're, we're working on together. And it's just, you know, a lot of people struggle to find that connection with certain people. You know, you'll, you'll kind of surround yourself with, uh, your network uh, of people who you work with or just people, you know, at your, at your gym, for example, but they might not necessarily have that same level of passion, I guess. For lack of a better word, that you do, and so you know, where do you where do you find that that personal connection? Um, I think w- you and I are both unique in the sense that you know we pursue you know our 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 passions, our, our loves, you know, both professionally and personally, uh, and not everybody does that. So I mean, where where is a good recommendation to to find that certain type of person who you can have that connection with?
0: So you're 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 talking about creating a community for yourself of people right. that that can share with you. Um, yeah, I guess there are different levels to that. You know, for me, um, and I'd like to hear your thoughts too. Uh, you know, at one point I realized that I was being becoming a product of my environment uh, when I was in my early twenties. And I started cutting off certain interactions. I started cutting off certain places as much as possible um, and then at some point began seeking people that wanted more that wanted more and and, and in a similar fashion that I wanted more whether it's and, and at the time it was more money, you know uh you know more hope for the future um, more progress in general uh and I found I I stumbled into that myself but I guess you you might uh if you're at that place where you're just looking for more hope and you're looking for more um like-minded individuals then uh, dude there's so many places to go meetup.com um there are clubs and all kinds I mean you can do a google search and find a find gamers you can find you know D. you can find young entrepreneurs you can find right. uh, divorced middle-aged women i don't know like what, whatever you feel like you want to connect on a deeper level with somebody about and share um, experiences with you can find a group that really is particular to that, to that um, even on the internet without stepping out of your house uh, and then and then there's a there's a part of me now that's. A, a, I want to say it feels a bit different, not like in a better way or anything like that, but, um, but my ambition of connection is different. Uh, it feels like, so it's right now. I'm, I want to provoke that out of everyone, you know, no, I know at this point in my life because of what I've been through and where I've come and what I've seen other people go through and where they've come and my experiences of strangers and fr- family and friends alike, um, that we all inherently have this gift, and uh, this connection to wisdom, and uh, and truth, and presence, uh, we all do at any point. And so now, my in my life, it's uh, it's about provoking that out of everyone that I talk to. So uh, so everywhere I go, that there can be that person that I can share connection with. Um, and and lately, my practice has been. In, in tension. Um, I noticed tension provokes presence and uh, and learning how to manage that in a, in, a, in a healthy way, not like negative tension, but sometimes negative, but tension in general, it doesn't always have to be negative. There's sexual tension. That's not necessarily negative for people. Um, but There are plenty of types of tension, but being able to manage tension, uh, to provoke tension and manage tension in a healthy way, it, it, it brings presence about from people and then really inspires, you know, people a person's deepest truth and um so you can find it if you're at that point where you're like okay i've I've, i know where i'm going i know what i want and i just want more connection with everyone with their uh, with who they are then that's i guess my suggestion there at least that's where i'm working now that's my leading edge um in terms of relating and and connection
1: that's good and i i think I mean, I, personally, I, I think that, uh, I, I can, I can see that within you and, and, you know, some of the things that, uh, we're, we're, we're capable of doing and that we are doing, especially in regard to, you know, the, the meditation classes and, and bringing people together in, in a, in a sort of, uh, mindfulness practice. And <clears throat> it's just, it's extremely beneficial to be able to have your, I guess your, 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 your your belief and value system align, uh, with others. Um, and you're absolutely right. I mean, there are so many communities out there online or in person that can help you help, help support that. And I, I do think that's extremely valuable for anyone's happiness, um, is to have somebody who, I don't know, it to, to you, you know, if it comes to sharing, Negative feelings with somebody. I personally would rather share that with somebody who I know I'm in alignment with, rather than. And I use this very, very loosely. You know, like a, a psychiatrist or, or somebody that you know is is in essence a stranger may, may be supportive, but might not be the exact you know type of person you want to divulge information to. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, do you are you more inclined to to Feel that connection with somebody that you are know you're aligned with, or just you know some random stranger.
0: Share that connection, like opening up.
1: <clears throat> yes.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I'll answer that, and then I want to hear also your response to like how to find that group of people um, as well, uh, or how to create that for you in your life. Right. Um. Uh, and and I'll say this again that this is my leading edge right now. So like when I say that I'm leaning into this. And, and learning as much as I can about it and, and failing a lot too. Um, and it's excruciating sometimes. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I it all, it all comes down to feeling, man. <clears throat> like we, we've probably all had that experience of oversharing, like, Oh, walking right. away from something with that vulnerability hangover as Brene Brown might call it, or that she would call it. Um, and realizing, oh, man, I said way too much back there. And, and I'm right. thinking of a couple experiences where it's just like, <laughs> oh, I totally read that wrong. <laughs> and, and you can just like feel a person wanting to get away so badly from a right. conversation. when, Or I can at least when oh, I'm I know. Me too. too far in. And I'm like, well, I've already st- stuck my leg in. I'm just going to dive in at this point. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I mean, it, for me, it all comes down to my own presence. And uh, like, am I sharing just because I'm a habitual complainer in this area of my life? I always complain and like, that's why I'm sharing it. Or am I sharing because I sense that this person is here with me right now in this moment, fully, uh, you know, fully with me right here. And and I've had moments where I've shared, you know, things with people that, that aren't, Maybe even that are maybe even less than acquaintances because the moment was created where it felt like there was this connection and there was this presence there. I mean, I might overuse those words, but I don't know if there's such a thing as overusing them. It really just comes down to the the stage being set for that type of conversation. Um, Whether it was set by the other person, you know, there are plenty of amazing men and women that I've met and then I can just sense that they really want to be there for me. And then I, op- I can open up to them, and I've done it in the right. first conversation with people. And then there's also setting the stage myself, uh, where it's like, it, it, it we're, we're both there, we're fully felt. Maybe I've said something to <clears throat> take it to another level, or maybe I've asked a question, and they've tiptoed into an answer. And then I notice that there's more there, and in my presence of being there with them, I can sense that there's a little bit more there. And I can say, you know, I'm here for you, or whatever comes up in that moment.
1: You can help tease uh, it out. You can help them, to, you know, bring it, bring everything to the surface.
0: Totally, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's like a label of a type of person that I could put on it where, right. where I would choose, but it, it's a, it's a moment, it's a feeling, it's a connection. Again, yeah, for me. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, and and to backtrack a little, though, I was interested to hear you speak about creating that community for yourself you know if, if somebody's listening in there like that's all fine and dandy but I go to work every day I don't connect with the people at work I go home every day my family's life is really challenging and uh, and I, I don't have people to connect with in this way to share what's going on with me or to to celebrate together you know how how would you incite that in somebody's life how could somebody bring that about for
1: themselves you know I know I'm I don't, I, so I, I, I've had the experience where if I haven't been happy with, uh, you know, the the community that I, I've been around, then I've tended to create it for myself. And that's always an option, um, you know, whether or not that's, you know, a, a group of rock climbers or, uh, you know, a group of sports enthusiasts or just, you know, people who are interested in, you know, small business or entrepreneurs, you know, that's, there's always going to be a community out there waiting for somebody else to take action. You can be that person who takes action. There's plenty of tools out there to help get your word out, whether or not, you know, as you mentioned, meetup.com, which is actually how Ernie and I met, um, or, you know, there's, you know, Reddit is actually a great community as well. Um, There's, probably a subreddit for every you know medium to large city in america or of course you there for any interest that you have there as well um or even eventbrite um there are plenty of local and free events uh, that you can register register for on there or create your own um you know whatever interests you do have or passions you know explore that you you It's very unlikely that you're the one person who likes to, you know, eat Cheetos while wearing elephant slippers, um, you know, in the park. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind, but I'm sure there are are people who do it.
0: First of all, I saw the slippers under Trey's desk, and they are definitely elephant slippers. So don't try to play that off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah, people, there are a wide range of people, and there are people that uh, do exactly the same things that you do, whatever that is.
1: And don't like seriously. I mean, uh, there is a lot of apathy in this world, and that's not necessarily you know the worst thing. But just people aren't going to, the majority of people aren't going to take action. So if you are the one who takes action, people will follow you. So I mean, if you have is a strong interest in, in, one area of your life, you know, just put the word out there that you were looking for others to hang out with, you know, whether or not you make one or two friends or 15 or 20 friends. I mean, that's, you know, that's a win and you can all do something awesome together. Um, I was just having a conversation with, um, uh, our friend, our mutual friend, Anna, uh, last week. And we were talking about, you know, some of our various pursuits and, you know, a, a problem that she and I both struggle with is that, you know, everything that we have an interest in, we try to monetize. And that's, that's a problem for me because you know, sometimes you just want to have interests and, and, and passions and hobbies and not everything has to be a business. And that's something that I struggle with a little bit. And so, you know, some just getting out there and doing things for the sake of doing them. Um, it's, it's just, it's a great way to not put too much added pressure on your hobbies or, you know, the things that you like to do after work. And so just don't, don't set expectations. Just, you know, put the word out there that, hey, I like doing this. I'm going to be here at this at this time. Feel free to come and join me. Um, and don't be afraid to do things on your own, too. I mean, you know, you can lead by example. If, if you're out in the park, um, I used to play this... Uh, uh, I guess it's an augmented reality game called Ingress. Um, me and my buddy Brandon used to ride around on our bikes and, you know, capture portals. It's as nerdy as it sounds. Um, but uh, you know, we would meet other people playing that in the real world. It was, it was kind of cool. So um, yeah, just don't be afraid to put yourself out there, you know, especially if it's, just, if it's by yourself or if you can get others to do it with you, just take action.
0: Yeah. You know, it, it kind of brings into a really good segue on what we're creating with the, the meditation class. Um, you know, if you're listening to this and, and meditation or presence or maybe it's as simple as saying something like personal development or ambition, I don't know, these things are, if these are uh, mostly if meditation and presence right. and consciousness is at the forefront of what you care about or want to um you know, cultivate within yourself or learn more about. Um, April 16th, Columbus, Ohio, we are holding Ecovita. a meditation. Equivita, yes. yeah. Uh, we are we are holding a meditation class, and uh, there will be plenty of time to get to know the people there as well, um, as well as, you know, of course, getting an opportunity to dive into meditation if you've never done it or if you've had a practice and are looking for variations of that um, it, it promises to definitely serve the purpose of uh, of bringing you back to yourself, you know, on yeah. April 16th, being able to in that moment that day and in, in that room.
1: Um, Absolutely. And the, the yeah, the link to uh, to register is in the show notes. It is filling up. So make sure you you register. It's only five dollars. Um, but Ernie, we, we talked about this um maybe last conversation you said you were going to do, uh, you're going to be focusing on on breath work. You're going to be, do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, your plan for the class or how you're going to differ it from, you know, what we've done in the past, or do you want to keep that a secret?
0: No, I mean, it's it's no secret. And it's also okay for me to say that it's not fully developed, although I have a few um, practices that I know I want to bring. Um, But again, if if you are looking to get into meditation, um, or le- to learn more about it uh, that this this class will not only in the moment you know bring you to a place back in yourself that you uh, may not experience much or ever experience uh, you know being in a, in a relaxed state um, not anxious not overwhelmed um, you know, it'll do that in the moment, but also give you a lot of tools to take with you and 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 set up a framework for you to learn a lot about yourself. Uh, so that's what I'll say about it, man. It's going to be really I'm really, really stoked for it.
1: So am I. So yeah. am I. And the distinction I was trying to make in my mind, you know, whether or not you have meditated before or you never have before. Um, it's a great way to kind of get you get. Into the practice. I mean, just because you take a meditation class doesn't mean you can't go off and you know meditate on your own, uh, weekly, daily, you know, whatever practice fits in there. Just having an, an instructor like Ernie to kind of walk you through some of the basics—it's it, extremely helpful. I mean, I, I I would I would defer to Ernie on this, but I mean, there's not necessarily a wrong way to find mindfulness, but just focusing on you know that that presence and and your breath work and helping to calm yourself it's it's a it's extremely beneficial to have that support system especially in real life
0: yeah not to mention uh, and i will uh, i mean i I don't even know how to express this fully but there's something very different that happens uh or or maybe more expansive that happens when you meditate in a group as compared to doing it alone the energetics are, are totally different and um Oh, man, it, it makes for a it sets a, 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 fr- a framework uh, for even more profound shifts for you, or m- even more profound insights um, than than just doing a solo meditation. So if you've never been in a group meditation, then I would definitely encourage you to consider it. Actually, no, just just go. It's it's like what five bucks or something. Five bucks.
1: Yeah. Five bucks. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, um, <clears throat> what else you got? We man. got some. We got some. We got some great uh, interviews coming up, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah.
0: We have some great interviews coming up. Uh, we just launched the talks, the talking points, uh, you know, segments. Uh, I'm excited about that. Me too. As I, as I look to, you know, to document as much as possible, um, you know, I, I, I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, and lately I've been. Are you familiar with Gary V? Oh man, I'm. I'm
1: quite familiar. I, I've okay. got. I. it's a. It's a i wouldn't even say love hate. it's like a love dislike relationship with him i mean i i love i love the message that he sends i just feel like if i were to have a conversation with him in, in person like he's the type of person that would have you know airpods in his ears and like he, he, you always feel rushed to get everything out so that, that's what i don't like about him but he's got a great message and he's very very empowering when it comes to you know young entrepreneurs
0: yeah i would say personally it's a hit or miss thing for me only because it's it sometimes doesn't land because of the pace, uh, like right. you're saying. Uh, but for a while, I was like really, really on it because uh, for some people, you need this like go, 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 yeah. go, <laughs> and then go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, for sure. But uh, but he said something the other day. Actually, it was just a beautiful conversation he had with a man about documenting and 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 legacy. And and I always thought he was saying this type of stuff for for business, like oh. You, um document don't create like document your life instead of trying to create content and uh, and I always saw that from a business sense and and but then I heard this man talking to him and and Gary and, and this man going back and forth about how uh, documenting our life will then be uh, a legacy in in time you know like my like my great great grandchildren can be listening to this right now this exact podcast right now in the far future, um, and it could have some impact on their life. So I really like this segment of, of talks because it gives us an opportunity to really document our life rather than having to get each other together. Yeah. Oh, this is what I was thinking. How, to, how how should we go about it? You know, like, what could you say? Where should we go? Dot, dot, dot. We can just record and and, I agree. and then post it. So it's, it's really uh, exciting to have that. But other than that, man, I think, I mean, it's the same stuff we're trying to do to bring the best...
1: Yeah. And actually, foot to, to, to kind, of, kind of touch on that a little bit, you know, so that that talk that I put out on this on the first Sunday of, of March, you know, as I mentioned, I've got a, a climbing friend uh, who's just getting ready to graduate high school. And, you know, I, I kind of remember that, you know, what am I going to do with my life? And, the, the expectation was 17 years ago for me uh, was you have to have it all figured out. You know, you have to go to college and, you know, find your major and then, you know, get a job and then, you know, work for the rest of your life. And that was not the life path that I took. I mean, I, I certainly did graduate. I certainly did go to college. I think I had three or four majors during my time there. I ended up in communications, which honestly you know it's not there's not a whole lot of value in that um, i'm i'm going to tell any listeners that right now um I, there has never been a time when i've been asked to show proof that i graduated college i mean there you there are obviously certain majors that uh you can get you know whether or go through you know whether it's dentistry or uh getting, getting your law degree but uh the value that I received from going to college was, you know, the, the, the social aspect and, you know, kind of getting a feel for what it was, who I wanted to interact with, you know, kind of the area that I wanted to delve into. And then the, the education was, I, I hate to say it, secondary, uh, but I have bounced around so many times in my life post-college that I'm, I'm finally in a spot where I'm happy. But just don't stress out. Don't stress out about what you're going to do with the rest of your life because very, very few people... Can tell you definitively where they're going to be in 5 or 10 years and that's not a bad thing it's really not uh, to me it's exciting and I know it's, that stresses some people out but um, just you know take the opportunities that, that come about or or make your own um, don't let somebody else tell you this is how it's going to be
0: yeah what is most purposeful right now for you and do yeah. that yeah that's great man I really appreciated you recording that Um, it's been good Uh, I hope everyone has enjoyed and found some insight that they might use from this that could drive them through their next week through their next month or even change their life Um, as always uh, one mosaic life on Instagram uh, one mosaic at gmail one mosaic life at gmail.com these are places that you can connect with us
1: Absolutely. Um, and our website's ch- one yeah. uh where you can subscribe. And of course, it would be hugely beneficial if on your podcast platform of choice, if they allow it, which I think is just Apple and Stitcher, uh, you can rate our podcast um, five stars. would be phenomenal because so that helps other people discover us. And, and if you genuinely feel like you're getting value out of this podcast and it means something to you um you can click at the bottom of the show notes uh support this podcaster um donating even a few dollars helps us pay for you know some of the things that we've got going on like our meditation classes and uh, other content we're producing so that is tremendously helpful boom yeah awesome well ernie thank you so much As always, I appreciate it. I miss (laughs) you being in the room next to me, staring into my eyes. But, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll do that again soon. Someday soon, young man. Someday soon. (laughs) All right, (laughs) brother. All right, man. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll be back soon with more of everything. Conversations, interviews, meditations, and talks. Take care. Be well. Again, thank you all so, so much for joining us uh, this week for this conversation. We've got some great interviews coming up. Uh, We've got two scheduled to record uh, before April. And we're just really, really excited to to share this with you. Uh, As a reminder, do us a favor, follow us on Instagram at One Mosaic Life. If you have any questions or if you are interested in learning more about how you could be on the podcast, email one life at gmail.com. And of course, visit onemosaic.life to find all of our subscription links. And it would be truly, truly appreciated if you would leave us a five-star review. That helps others like you find our podcast. So thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, Again, this podcast was brought to you by 2237 Designs. If you're looking to make your online presence stupid, simple, not stupid give 2237 designs a call 3802013300 or visit 2237designs.com thank you all so so much and have a wonderful wonderful week